Welcome to Excellent Adventures, where I, your host, Reese Sweeney, take a step away from my duties as a radio and TV personality and give you a first-hand look at my other love, backyard chickens and homesteading. Take a listen to conversations I have with others who are in farming, homesteading, and connected brands. And some of those conversations go a little like this. She does say I have too much, though. She says I have too many, but I don't think I have enough. The chicken math started mathing. Yep, yep, it's never ending. I only started with like four laying hens. Now I have over 100 chickens and geese and quail. So the first question we ask everybody that comes on to the Excellent Adventures, what was your old cluck moment? The first thing that comes to mind is when the first time I got locked inside one of my own chicken coops. We talk about the highs, the lows, and everything in between. Now let's see who's on this episode of Excellent Adventures. Hey, what's up, man? Reese, back at you with another episode of Excellent Adventures. Today, we have one of my friends, one of my internet friends, my guy Taylor from Uncool Podcast is here. He has an amazing homestead i just want to move to minnesota sometimes and then i see that it snows so much then i change my mind immediately we're about to talk about his excellent adventures so without further ado we got taylor in the building what's up taylor what's going on reese how you doing man i'm well i'm really well man i'm so glad you got to make it had to get you via satellite on this one uh let's let's give everybody a history lesson so we met during a run with hen up uh it was a sponsorship we were both delighted to be a part of uh i think they chose like us two out of a hundred Hundreds of people and exactly. we got to meet each other during that um that kind of run we, we did some team up videos on tiktok and instagram they went really well and then i was ask you a million questions about your homestead and goats and chickens and everything else so oh, yeah. without further ado let's go ahead and get into our interview so the first question we ask everybody that comes on to the excellent adventures what was your old cluck moment what was that moment that you were like i'm in the chicken game now um i think it was when i discovered uh the colored eggs you know <laughs> Blue eggs, <laughs> those blue eggs, those olive eggs. I was, I was hooked. I was that like, was it. What? They come in, they come in colors more than brown and white. You know, um, <laughs> right? I was, just, I was amazed. And then, and then to find out all the different breeds. You know, there's so many breeds, so many colors. It was so much fun to learn about all of them, and I, I was hooked. You know, I pairing up with social media. It was just, it was a no-brainer. You know, chickens and social media. It was just a blast. <laughs> that's been, that's been my life too, Taylor. I can't even lie to you about that one. So what was like your first breed of chicken that you had had and how did you get into it in the first place? So me and my wife actually uh, purchased this uh, nice little six acre farm out here in Minnesota. Um, we were really lucky. It had a, a couple outbuildings. Um, my wife had always had horses. So I was like, you know, what's what's something that I could do, you know, do something by myself. It's kind of easy, you know, potentially, you know, make the, the, the cost back for the feed or whatever, selling eggs and having eggs. I got into, I, just, I probably bought like 20 chicks um, online. Uh, it was just a mix of different layers and there's a few silkies in there and mm-hmm. I think the silkies really took off for me and you know I, I breed them now and I have a whole a whole pen of them. Right, right. I'm jealous. You actually inspired me to get my first silky. Yes, yes. I was stoked when you got yours. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So when you got these uh, 20 chicks, like how much yeah. research did you put into the beginning or did you did you know like I want this kind of chicken or you just got mystery chicks? You know, I just did a little bit just off of the website. I wasn't as involved as um, obviously I am now, but Mm -hmm. I just kind of did a base uh, assortment, picked out a few cool colored ones, some colored eggs, um, and then some silkies for fun too. I kind of determined from that little group what I was interested in and what I was not interested in. 
Um, so I kind of went with more with like the ornamental, the small breeds. I love the Bantams. Some of the bigger breeds are just a little harder for me to, to deal with, like the Cochins and the um, Baramas. But I, I love the Bantams. Bantams have my heart. When my Cochin gave me a headache, he had to go. Yeah, yeah. I had a giant rooster, and he was just, you know, twice the size of every other one. And, you know, he could do some damage if, if he got into the wrong hand. So right. uh, they're not for me. <laughs> I got you. Let's kind of run through this. You mentioned your wife and she had horses and congratulations yep. on a recent wedding. Um, yes, I you. saw the pictures. It was amazing. Uh, usually we ask how involved is, is anyone else in the house or the family? But I, I know you guys are both fully entrenched. She does say I have too much, though. She <laughs> does have too many, but I don't think I have enough. So That's chicken mad. That's never ending. <laughs> right. So I see behind you. What is that behind you? Are those brutal boxes or are those for the reptiles? I know you guys have reptiles yeah, too yeah yeah this is the this is my uh reptile room actually in kind of my uh, office studio so all different snakes in here and we have lizards and wow different uh, breeds of snakes so yeah it's really cool that is amazing man I, I would never think that that those two uh lifestyles collide when you talk about snakes and chickens i'm trying to keep snakes out of my chicken coop at all costs right. i don't trust anything that doesn't have elbows taylor no legs no legs on <laughs> so is that, is that both of you guys passionate too with the reptiles or is it is it hers or yours or tell me about that yeah actually uh she started with them um before i had met her she had the horses and the goats and then the snakes as well okay um and then just the last two years i've been really getting involved with it as well um and i just got obsessed similar with chickens i got obsessed yeah. and now we have over 40 snakes in here and uh wow our first uh, first babies this year I'm off subject now. Are there are, are there any venomous snakes that you guys have? No, no venomous. They're all. I've never been bit okay. or anything, so they're all. Oh, cool. So I can come visit. Cool. All right, that's all I need to know. Yeah, when man. I'm coming Minnesota, I could come by now. Yep, yep. <laughs> I got a spare bedroom right there. You can sleep next to the snakes. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm gonna just get a hotel, bro. I'm gonna just yeah, get. Yeah. A hotel. <laughs> it's cool, man. So, yeah. with, with your homestead, she had the goats. You said in the horses. You come mm -hmm. in and, and you start getting chickens left and right. How many Roughly. chickens do you? You have now i would say right around like 80 to 90 probably mm. it's a lot it's a lot and then you have some exotics tell me about these peacocks man yes i got a i got a little pen with uh two two uh, peacocks and two hens wow. uh, hoping for our first eggs this year actually okay. it takes two years for them to actually even lay an egg so it's been a long journey but mm. they're really cool they're actually that was my dream bird i always wanted but i started with the chickens a little easier yeah. to handle and then it worked up to the the peacocks and then wow. we have uh two uh two guinea hens too that are just basically like wild birds that live yeah. here so with the guineas, uh, and I want to get back to the peacocks in a second, but with the guineas, do they do you use them as like alarms and protection for the chickens and the other birds? Yeah, yeah, they're really good with that. They're good also with tick control and like okay. bugs. They eat a lot of bugs, and we have a lot of mosquitoes out here, so they're pretty good with just kind of bug control and alarms. <laughs> I got you. Would you recommend that? Because I, I was thinking about getting guineas. I just moved. I got my first couple of acres, so I'm, I'm really excited about it. Oh, and awesome, I, man. That's awesome. Thank you, man. I appreciate appreciate that i was thinking about getting guineas because i was doing a little reading up on them but it's better this is what this podcast is for for people yeah. like me that just want to ask a question and get an answer what do you recommend or don't recommend about guineas your last setup i would not recommend that one because they are very they can be loud um right around the like maturity around that six to eight months mark uh -huh. definitely loud birds 
Um, any okay. kind of new thing, they'll they'll freak out and they'll make noises. But if you got some acres, they're great. The, the free range of it, they stay in their home. They live with my chickens, so they're completely fine. They eat, okay. you know, bugs and a lot of the chicken food and the peacock food as well. So I think okay. they're very easy to handle. I don't actually handle them because they're so hard to hold. Oh. But, uh, they're, they're, they're entertainment, that's for sure. <laughs> okay, I got you. They look like Disney characters. They're like a little mini vulture, just little weird feathers on their head. Yeah, that's cool, man. So you yeah. said they're hard to hold. So I know the chicken, we got to kind of grab them by the wings yeah. and then they, they kind of stop trying to fight you and they're like, okay, I'll just take it. But those, not so much. No, they'll just, and they'll, they got some long wings, so they'll whack you in the face. I've been <laughs> hit a few times in my face with the wings and wow. it doesn't feel very good. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. And they look pretty stark. 32. Yeah, they're good. I did lose two, unfortunately, to a fox. Oh, wow. But the other two are still remaining and they're doing well. So let's talk about the peacocks because I know you're yeah. you're in a colder area in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Obviously, peacocks are look to be like tropical birds naturally. Is there anything extra you have to do with their care? No, they're they're pretty sturdy birds actually. You know, okay. they have a lot more feathers than a chicken, so they can really um, hold themselves in well. I provide a, extra food for them, and they have to stay pinned in for at least like a year so that they know where their home is. Or Mm -hmm. else they can fly away and they'll they can go up to a mile and they'll be gone oh wow so all mine stay in a a, a closed in area cool what's the like they're they're just they're naturally just some of the most beautiful birds i just absolutely love looking at them they're so pretty did they have they started doing their dance and stuff yet would they do the fan and the males the males have been doing some fanning to the girls so (laughs) um we'll see which one wins for the the top prize Got you. I'm, got hoping, you. I'm hoping for some eggs. They lay, out, lay about like 20 to 40 eggs a year. Oh, wow. Okay. And then towards the middle of the year, we'll see. I'm going to try to hatch them out. Cool, man. I know you are the hatch master. I've been seeing you yeah. like uh, you always post these incubator videos. Uh, your TikToks are hilarious, man. I want to oh, just thank say you. that. Thank right. you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. You give me confidence to just go buy stuff. Right. Right. <laughs> I've really been loving TikTok. It's just and Instagram. It's just been so much fun to just put yourself out there. And yeah, really, I just don't I, I learned to not care what other people you know think negatively or positive. You know, obviously I want positive, but mm-hmm. I don't let the negative affect me. I just be me enjoy it have spread positivity that's cool man we've reached that part of the show where we hook you up with some insider information do you want to try an amazing feed at no cost to you of course you do because i would too all you have to do is go over to purina's website and in three easy steps you will get a coupon to start your free trial for some great nutrition for your animals i did it myself and it only took me about two minutes it's absolutely worth it and to make things easier we have the hyperlink on our website blackyardchickens.com just look under product of the month and you'll see the link right there to go and try your Purina feed greatness and through their trial program they can pair you with the right nutrition and let you try it with your animals and see the results now I can tell you all day how Purina feed greatness has been absolutely phenomenal for my chickens goats ducks and rabbits but you can see for yourself go to blackyardchickens with a z doc and right on the homepage, you'll see the section for Purina feed greatness trial just click the link follow those three easy steps and 
believe me, your animals will be thanking you. Now let's get back to this week's adventure. Let's talk about hatching. You're, you're like I just called you the hatch master. What are some of the go-to things when it comes down to hatching for you? Um, so a reliable uh, incubator is always good. Um, steady humidity levels, steady temperature levels is always good. Um, fresh eggs. I don't like them to be more than a, a week old. Just fresh out of the coop. Don't wash them. Nothing like that. 21 days, 99.5 degrees. Lockdown. You bump up the humidity to 60%. And um, just enjoy the Christmas morning when you get to wake up and see all the babies. <laughs> right. Santa Claus so came. I, I've hatched so many chickens, and it doesn't matter how many I hatched. Every time, it's so much fun. That's amazing, man. That's amazing. I, I, I've learned that, like, the smallest things with chickens, they really help my mental health. Is that the same oh, for you? Totally, totally, man. I, I love coming home after work or a hard day or whatever, and just seeing the chickens, it just frightens my day. Make some kind of funny video, and my mood is just 180 degrees, you know. Taylor, I, I, I just want to say when I watch these hatching videos and you're kind of, like, making jokes, like, I said, I shouldn't have more chickens. Voila, more chickens, stuff like that. Like, you always got some, something pretty cool going on do you yeah. have a favorite breed when it comes down to hatching or is it just hatch whatever comes out of the egg is it's good with you um i mean i mostly hatch silky eggs but i do love right now i have a batch of like some olive eggs and some uh some blue crested cream leg bar eggs mm. in there um the bantam the silky eggs sometimes can be harder um with the lockdown and stuff like so the humidity is harder to deal with but mm. uh for the bigger eggs i love hatching them they're easy you know yeah 190% hatch rate is always great. Definitely. It's always fun to see the different colors that, you know, come out, different little baby chicks that come out. So much fun. Have you gotten a chance to hatch any yourself? Yes, man. My first my first run of round of trying to hatch eggs, I did it uh, a few months ago. I, okay. I Listen, this show is for those that want to get started in homesteading or just yeah. raising backyard chickens. So I mess up names and, and facts all the time. Right, so right. I tried to hatch some uh, Savarta Hanas, the black, the Swedish chickens my guy matt from um from greenhorn grove sent me some i lost two roosters and he sends me 10 eggs that's how chicken math works right <laughs> you lose two you buy 10 yeah. right so first my, my dad and I, I got the whole story on my instagram my dad bought me four chickens that's how i got my first silky okay from the loss of two chickens right i get four and then he sends me 10 eggs to hatch. Oh, so okay. I end up buying an incubator and stuff like that. And I, and I thought it was going to be a little tricky because, you know, the incubator, it tells you got to have this certain humidity and this and that. But those new incubators, they do the humidity for you. You just got to keep the yeah. water reservoir full and stuff like that. So it was yeah. pretty cool, pretty fun experience. But I had 10 eggs. What happened was about 17 days in, one of my chickens went broody. So oh. I was like, I think I'm going to stick some eggs under her. Yeah. And the craziest thing was I stuck half under her and I left half in the incubator and uh one hatched in the incubator and three hatched under her. Oh wow. She's like, wow, this is easy. Yeah, this is easy. <laughs> not even twenty one days or nothing. Right. Now those chicks, they're like four, five almost five months old now. And she's man, nice. she's an amazing mom, man. And she's uh this is one of my mystery chickens. I we don't know what she is. I got them from Hoover Hatchery. That's yeah, true, but true. but she's just like red and red and and i guess tan chicken and she's got these solid black babies that follow her around so it's pretty crazy that's awesome have you uh have you hatched any like that like with any broody birds 
Yeah, yeah, the silkies are really known to uh, be broody. Actually, mm. one is broody right now, and I keep taking eggs from her every day. But <laughs> Did she peck you? Did she curse yeah. you out? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She she gets her back all pushed up, and yeah. she probably says some swear words underneath her breath at me. Yeah, the, the, most ones are always so much fun coming out there and seeing little babies. You hear a little chirping. You're like, oh, uh-huh. yeah, something hatched. <laughs> What's your, yeah. what's your, what is your like, uh, process once that happens? Like once you hatch them, do you separate mm-hmm. immediately? What, what is your, what is your brooding process? Yeah. For the silkies, since they're separated in their own, um, designated pen, mm-hmm. I will take them out because I've had instances where roosters or other moms will like smash the babies mm-hmm. uh, or they don't have access to food like the other ones will. Right. So I have a, in my garage, I built a chick room where I have all my baby chicks at. So right. I usually just move them into there and I have different hatching groups in there. So they'll have heat, water, and obviously chick food in there. So I feel, fa- I feel safer with them in there rather than with the mom, unfortunately. No, I understand that. I, I saw your chick room. It's amazing. I see the videos. I was like, I'm going to get me a chick room. <laughs> yeah, that's what chicken math will do to you. Yeah, we'll do it. Like I said, I lost two. I ended up with 14. So I understand. Right? <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Man, what what uh, things, like I said, I borrowed from you. I had Heath on from City Chick, and I told him I borrowed from him. What have you borrowed lately? You know, I've been really trying to, on my TikTok videos, I've been really trying to um, connect more with the audience and be a little bit more vulnerable and talk mm. more about the chickens show yeah. a little bit more of myself and the coop as uh, mm. long as well as long as with some tips because yeah. a year ago or whatever i was doing a lot of the trends and stuff like that yeah uh, which were really fun and they do get your views and all that stuff but i love connecting with the community a little bit more mm. um so just being myself showing a little bit more vulnerability showing the seals or the the coops showing you know the bad the good because unfortunately in this chicken world we do deal with some some bad and some loss no one should be judged on that it's, it's just not it's just natural yeah it's part of it i think you're gonna anything that you love you're gonna deal with some kind of loss and we just yeah. got to take it in stride taking a stride yeah. what what do you uh do you have a rule about so are all your chickens are they are they for eggs and and what do you do with all these eggs i know you get a million of them <laughs> right. Um, I probably have, I would say, you know, 50% of them are for eating eggs. Um, and then another like 40% would be for hatching eggs. And then I have like a, a little group of probably like 10% of them that are, you know, pets or retired uh, females that five years old, you know, they're not laying much anymore. And gotcha. a few of my favorite roosters you had to keep back that are just, <laughs> you know, fun and easy, easy for like my siblings or my uh, nephews and nieces to hold um, gotcha. at, at the wedding. We, they were a hit. Everyone, <laughs> everyone was holding the chickens. We had the wedding out here in the backyard with the chickens and everything. So, oh my gosh, everyone was just loving it. They were having holding everyone. <laughs> I saw that. I'll say, I saw your some of your wedding photos, and I was like, he's definitely yeah. got the rooster in a wedding photos. You gotta love yeah, it. It was, it was too much fun. Oh man, how is important? How important is it for your spouse, like to have a spouse that's like minded when it comes to that type of lifestyle? Oh man, uh, Danny, she is. She's so awesome. My wife is so cool she's provided this amazing life for me and on the mornings when i can't get to the chicken coop or she's off you know she'll help out i'll help out you know horses goats everything um we're just a great team i'm so thankful that i have someone like her Uh, and it's very important you know it's hard to do it when your partner's not 
in it. You know, they're always yeah. judging or, you know, upset yeah. about something, but you know, I'm, I'm thankful that's not my case. Yeah. And they understand chicken math. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know, she has to be, unfortunately, the butt end of some of the jokes, but she appreciates it and she, she laughs about them. That's amazing, man. Let's talk about this new venture you're getting into, man, the Uncooped, Uncooped yes, Podcast. Yes. Taylor, how yes. did this come about, man? You know, I, uh, being in the reptile world as well, there's a lot of uh, reptile podcasts where they interview, you know, different content creators or readers. And I'm kind of taking a little bit from that and turning my twist on it with the chicken world and the homestead world. Um, I love talking and I just want to meet more people, find out their stories, what makes them them and, you know, learn some tips along the way. Similar with you, man, we, we, we connected through Instagram and all this and it's so cool that we've built a friendship, you know, completely online off based on right. our chickens too. And, you know, you're a genuine guy and I really appreciate, you know, all the things. Yeah. The on coop podcast, we're probably, um, my first episode should be this Friday. Cool. Uh, I'm going to be posting it. Um, the first few will be pre-recorded, and then I'm going to switch to a live format once I get a little bit more of the hang of it. I love it, man. I, I love to see the branch out. We're definitely going to be cross-promoting you guys. Uh, yes, I, I know you're going to have some 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 pretty cool stuff going on. I love that shirt you got on, man. Yes, thank you. Had <laughs> <laughs> uh, to have a rock, rock it. <laughs> That's what's up. All right, man. Before yes. before we we wrap this thing up, we do have to ask, uh, what is one one chicken if you could only have have one chicken I already know this answer one chicken for the rest of your days you had to pick one type what is it going to be uh, you know the faithful paint silky <laughs> <laughs> I love my paint silkies they're so cute got you got you and then my question my personal question what is the chicken that has a little afro on the top I think it's a Polish something you have yeah. and you are Polish Polish. I love I love, I love when you post those. <laughs> those, ones are, those ones are the eye catchers. Everyone just gets a kick out of them. Yeah. How was how are their temperament? You know, they're a little bit harder to deal with in the winter just because of their feather type. Um, mm. the roosters, I've had a couple problems with the roosters. Their their hair ends up freezing actually. Oh, so they wow. dip their head in the water and then they get icicles in their head. Oh, okay. Out sometimes. But uh and the, and the hens can be a little moody sometimes, but they're they're just such pretty birds that yeah. I have to keep a few. I don't breed them anymore, but I have like five that are just kind of like pets. Nice. And they I lay less it. eggs than normal too. But I got you. They're fun. They're more like I, a yeah, eye catcher bird. Cool, man. Tell everybody where they can find you at on social media. Yeah, man. Chalker Chickens, uh, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Um, and then uh, look out for Uncooped Podcast. We're going to be on YouTube. And I'm going to be posting clips on Instagram and TikTok as well. And uh, check out uh, some of our uh, collabs with uh, Reese. Me and Reese are going to be we got some good adventures coming up in the future. <laughs> and uh, this year's looking good for us. So uh, it I is. can't wait. It yes, is. I can't wait. I'm, I'm, I'm very uh, thankful that you had me on the podcast and I appreciate it. Absolutely. All right. Last question, man. What is a coop favorite? One of the favorite things you have in your coops, something that you just can't live without besides the chickens? Well, you know, I've been loving the nesting pads, honestly. The eating, mm. um, eating pet and pasture nesting pads. Shout out to eating. I love them too. <laughs> yeah. My chickens lay beautiful eggs and they're not like dirty. Uh, mm -hmm. with some of the bedding sometimes perfect little eggs and i put them in all my little nest box love that stuff 
Got you, man. I love it, man. So appreciate yeah. it, Taylor, man. Thanks, thanks again. You guys be on the lookout for the Uncoop podcast with Taylor. Uh, I'm really looking forward to checking out some episodes. Thanks again for joining us, man. Appreciate it, man. The radio host himself, man. The man, the, the, the legend. <laughs> thanks for tuning in to another episode of Excellent Adventures, powered by Blackyard Chickens. Now, if you think you want to raise your own backyard flock, here's the site for you, blackyardchickens.com. We make entertaining videos about raising baby chicks from scratch. You know what I mean by from scratch, right? Or maybe you want to learn how to take care of your own big chickens or hens and get those fresh eggs, building a coop or buying a coop, having the necessary things inside that coop to get great egg production. You'll learn a lot of the neat tricks I've picked up along the way from other chicken enthusiasts, and you can get pretty eggs just like those. So follow us on social media and check us out on our YouTube channel. Bye.